outside that dimension is to cheat yourself. So the walk of the righteous, the walk of the Christian man or woman is to be a walk of faith. Not a, not a, not a, a walk of presumptions or assumptions, but it is a walk of faith. The just shall live. In other words, your, your, your base, modus operandi, should be from faith. What is faith? Faith is a life beyond feelings. It's a life beyond feelings. It's a life beyond the, the observation of the sensory perceptions. It's a life not dictated by how you feel but a life solely dictated by the movings of the word of God. To live life beyond that, oh, is to live a life of bondage. That's why when he came, he gave us faith. He gave us faith. Because without this substance, really, we can never come into the full potentials of who we are in Christ. Because who we are in Christ is only accessed through faith. Only. There's no other way. Only through faith. Everything you will ever experience in God, faith is the starting point. Without that, oh, it might mean that you'll never have many of the experiences that God has desired for you. So he says, the just shall live by faith. To live anything beyond that is to live a defeated life. He says, who is he that overcomes but he that believes? You see, the, the overcoming, the taming of the world, Je Jesus taming the world is not in the di is in natural dimension, it's in the dimension of faith. If you pray and don't have faith, if you give and don't have faith, if you do your spiritual activities and don't have faith, Bible says you are worse than an infidel. So faith is, is what grounds us in the kingdom. What helps us in the kingdom. So he says, the just shall live by faith. Not by sight. Not by sight. He says by faith, not by sight. So the dictations of your life is not what you see, what you feel. He says, is faith. What has already been established in the eternals. Because the Bible says what is seen is, and that which is not seen is eternal. That's where faith operates, in the eternal dimension. And it's that dimension that brings to naught every other thing that's in this physical realm. And, and, and you see, the, the dilemma, the problem in Christianity is that we try to live a kingdom life in the natural. We try to live a kingdom life through our senses, through the flesh, and it is impossible. That's why many are frustrated 
in, in the kingdom because they don't understand why they say they believe in Christ, but their lives are contrary to the mirror of the kingdom life shown to us through the scriptures. It's because you don't have faith. Not, not you don't have faith. You, 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 you don't exercise and grow your faith. So you are frustrated. You are afflicted. You are discontented. Because what is promised here is not experienced here. Because you are trying to live a kingdom life through the flesh. Through the flesh. Through the senses. And there is one who is a master in the senses who no matter, no matter how born again you are, if you meet him in that dimension, he'll finish you. It's called Satan. No one who ever engages with Satan in the senses, in the flesh, will ever win. No, even Jesus couldn't confront the devil and restrain the devil through the flesh. He had to do it through faith in the word. Because you can't win. He controls the, the forces. The forces that drive carnal life. The forces that drive fleshly life. And Jesus, the Holy Spirit, says to us, if you want to live a superior life, he says, Live by faith. That's the superior life. Live by faith. Because the man who lives by faith will superimpose over every situation, over every circumstance, and all the negative and adverse forces of life. Faith. And it was on this platform where we can conclude that really God does not have favorites. He's not a respecter of persons. The platform of, because the Bible says he has dealt to every man the measure of faith. And Jesus, in his faith discussions with man, said, fallen man said, you don't need much faith to move a mountain. Just if you have the faith of a mustard seed. Inferring and implying the force, the power, the potency of faith. What faith can do. It can alter, it can change any physical thing. Faith. Hebrews 11. God is not in your senses. Amen? God is not in your feelings. You don't find him in your feelings. You don't find him in the senses. That's not where you find God. You find God in faith. That's where you find him, in faith. If you're going to look for God through your feelings, you'll find someone. 
You know who you'll find? Yeah? You know who you'll find? The one who appears as an angel of light. Hebrews 11. We are still discussing the subject of prayer, okay? But through another way. Okay, through other avenues. You know, I look at my life today and I realize that what has led me to this point is nothing but faith. Nothing but faith. The ability, you see, who has ever held a gun against you for dreaming? Huh? That tells you that there's no law against dreaming, right? In the same way, there is no law against belief. There's no law. There's, there's, there's absolutely no limits God has placed to how much a man can believe. How much a man can have faith. There's no limit. And the possibilities of the outcome of the faith or the belief that one may have is limitless. Jesus said anything is possible. To him that believes. In other words, if you accept as reality the desires you have not yet seen, the hope you have not yet handled, he said it is possible. Notice Jesus did not say, did not say it is there. He says it is possible. Before anything manifests, the possibility of it has to exist. So it is faith that creates, belief that creates the possibilities of the reality you want to perceive in your life. That's God. You, you look at God. God believed that he can call for light out of darkness and darkness will give him light. Even though there was no previous record that darkness produced light. But because he believed in that possibility, it became. That's what the Bible refers to as the righteousness of God. That's when, when Abraham, the Bible says, when Abraham believed God, God credited righteousness to him. Why? Because righteousness is, is oh, let me, let me use, let me use, righteousness is, is the quality in God that gives him the qualifications to be God, is righteousness. In other words, it is the rightness of God. God's ability to be right about everything at all times. If God comes and you're wearing green and he says that's black, because he said it, it becomes. That's righteousness. That's righteousness. It's, it's, it's the power of God to omit everything. So if God says, hey, you're wearing green shoes, 
you look and you don't see, but you look again and then you find, oh, it's green shoe. It's right because he believes in his word. It's faith that produces righteousness. Faith. We are made righteous because of what? Faith, not because of works. It's faith that produces righteousness. So the possibilities in life are there only through the excess of the dimension of faith. And you can't be taught that in a school. You can't go to a university and say, I'm going to study faith. You can't. Because to study that, you would need another higher intelligence to access. That's the power of faith. It transgresses every physical law. Every physical limitation to create its own reality. The Bible says against hope. He believed that there was hope. There was no hope in the situation. But because he believed in hope. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. So what, what did his faith do? His faith brought hope. In a situation where there was no hope. Naturally, it was over. Naturally, they, 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 were, they, they were made important by their age, by, their, by the biological processes. But it is against hope he believed. He believed, and that's what changed his story. He, he, he didn't go to some doctor, went to some operation. No, it's his faith. Faith. He accessed, he accessed the God dimension of possibility. Stagnancy is a result of faithlessness. Let's read. Verse number, number five. Number five. Verse number five. <laughs> By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Why did he please God? Because he had faith. Read verse six. But without faith, it is impossible to please. Imagine the, 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 the king, the monarch of the spiritual dimensions, the monarch of the physical dimensions, the ruler of the universe requires one thing to be pleased. He says faith. Without faith, he says it is impossible. In other words, anything done without faith does not please God. Anything. Anything done without faith. And the Bible says he does not take pleasure in those who draw back to, into, petition, into petition, destruction. Anything done without, he says, is vanity of vanity. Without faith, 
you cannot please. Now, if you cannot please God without faith, how will the dimensions he ruled obey you? How will the dimensions, the realms of the spirit that, that are responsible for materializing everything on earth obey or work with you or work for you? So to live a life without faith is to live in opposition to God and the forces that God has determined to be for you. So to live without faith is an endangerment to one's spiritual life. To one's life on earth is an endangerment because it is, it, is, it is the absence of this faith that leads men into hell. Because they did not believe. Because they did not believe. He will convict the world of sin because they did not believe. Say, so without faith. Without faith. Faith is not presumptuous. <laughs> you understand? Faith is not presumptuous. Faith does not make presumptions. There, there are no maybes in the dimension of faith. There are no ifs in the dimension of faith. There are no two options in the dimensions of faith. Faith is accurate. Faith is specific. Faith is direct. <clears throat> so he says... But without faith, it is impossible to please God, to make God happy. He says, without faith, you can't. You're wasting your time. Loving God requires faith. That's why faith is important. That's why faith is important. Because, 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 because faith, faith gives you the apprehension of a dimension you can't physically see, you can't physically touch, but are convinced of its reality. So you can't say, I love God. You don't see God. So even for you to love God, you need faith. Because it, it's faith that convinces you of the reality of God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. It's faith that convinces you of, of his reality. Nothing else. You can't learn God in, in a school. You can't. It's impossible. It's faith. So he says, without it. Mm. So, so you, you see how, how many live their Christian lives? They live their Christian lives below faith. Why? Because their lives are dictated by their emotions, dictated by their feelings, dictated by what they see, dictated by... So, 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 so they, are, they live constantly in opposition to God. Isaiah said, who has believed that report? And unto whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? So the intelligence of the external life 
dictates your knowledge, your understanding. So if they say recession, you fall in the bandwagon. If they say pandemic, you fall in the bandwagon. If they say uh, retrenchment, you move ahead, you move along. Joblessness, you are there. Why? No faith. No faith. And a life lived outside the faith dimension is sin. You are sinning. Romans 14. Romans chapter number 14. Verse 22. Do you have faith? Have it to yourself before God. Happy is he who does not condemn himself in what he approves. But he who doubts is condemned if he eats. Because he does not eat from faith. For whatever is not from faith is sin. So some people offer their offerings, give their tithes, pray their prayers, but they're doing it in sin. Because it does not contain what? The necessary substance, faith. What part of you changed when you were saved or born again? Did you, your hair grow an inch taller? Yeah? Or did you become slimmer or bigger? Nothing changed, but you were saved. And how do you know? Was it prophesied to you? Did you have a dream? Did God appear to you and say, Thou art saved now, and thy name is recorded in my books? Did you? Then how? How? If somebody asks you, Are you born again? What will you say? Let's see. Show me your, your certificate of being born again. Show me. Would you be able to? So how would you prove it? How would you prove it? What would you say that would convince another person that you are born again because you are still the same physically that before you were born again? What has changed? When? What would you say? How do you know you are saved? Amen. How do you know? How do you know? Hmm. Now you're scratching your heads. Are you sure you're saved? How do you know? How? 
How? How do you know that you are saved? By what? How? How are you convinced that you are saved? Because the tendencies of the flesh are not there. But there are some people who are saved and the tendencies of the flesh are there. Yeah? But how do you know they are saved? Because do you know a person is saved because of the tendency of the flesh? How? Because his mind is renewed? Is that the sign that you are saved? There are Christians who live their Christian lives years and their minds are not renewed. Then how do you know you are saved? Yeah? How do you know? You, you believe, yes. How, how, how do you know that that belief in the fact that you are saved is really, really, is a reality? Why did you know? How? Because it's, because it's, because it's, and what is written? You know you are saved because it is, because it is, because it is, and that's where your faith, your belief in your salvation comes from. Not in the fact that you feel it or you see it, but in the fact that it was said that he that, conf that believes in his heart and confesses the Lord Jesus, he is what? Saved. Wow. So did you do that? If you did that, that means that whatever is attributed to that action has now become a reality in your life. Now, you didn't feel saved. Do you feel saved? Do you, tell me, tell me, who, do you feel saved? Who, who feels saved? <laughs> Maybe they can give us the impartation of the feeling of saved. Who feels saved? Do you, you don't feel it. Do you believe that you are saved? You know you are. How? Be because it is. What is written? If thou shalt believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the and confess his lordship, then you shall be saved. You did it. And you are saved. So did God lie? Did he lie? He did not lie. Wow. 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 So did you go, did you go through salvation school? Yeah? Did you go through the, the school of being born again? Oh, you just said, I believe in my heart that Jesus, that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead, and I believe that Jesus, I confess that Jesus is Lord of my life, and it was done. You had no feeling. And you walk from there, even today, you, you, you identify yourself as born again. But you still have no feeling. 14 years later, Do you have the Holy Spirit? Yes. Do you have the Holy Spirit? Yes. Do you have him? Yes. 
How do you know? You can speak in tongues. You can speak in tongues. Does speaking tongues mean you have the Holy Spirit? Really? It's, it's a sign that you have the, the Holy Spirit. So, if somebody else comes in here and they don't have the Holy Spirit and then they just start gibberishing in other tongues, would that mean that they have the Holy Spirit because they spoke in tongues? Because you say it's a sign that you have the Holy Spirit. But there are people who speak in tongues, which are not tongues of the Spirit, from the Holy Ghost. So how then, how then is, is your speaking in tongues a different sign from theirs? Because they can argue, I can do what you do. So how do you know that you have the Spirit? Do you feel Him? How do you how do you know then? It's written. What's written? <laughs> What's written? What's written? What's written? Yeah, what's written? Do you realize the same questions I'm posing at you now is the same questions that Satan poses at you every time you face a challenge, an obstacle, a circumstance in your life? And many times you are as blank as you are now. Because Satan will come and say to you, if you are born again, then why do you still do this? If you are born again, then why don't you do this? If you are born again, why do you still have this? It's the same if you are the son of God. If you are born again, it's the same thing. So you're going to say like Chris, it is written. What is written? Yeah? Obviously, the word is written. <laughs> How? How do you know that? What is written? Yes, what is written? Is written. What is written? Imagine, imagine Satan says to Jesus, if you are the son of God, turn this son. And Jesus is like, devil, is written. <laughs> devil, is written. What's written? Yes, it's written. But how do you know you have the Spirit of God? Jesus said, Jesus said, He said, If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts, how much more will your Father give you the Holy Spirit if you ask Him? Right? So if, if you say that you came to God in prayer and say, Father, I ask for your Holy Spirit, and you asked Him in the name of Jesus, would now God give you an, a, a serpent? Would now God give you a, 
a foreign spirit no righteous parent you ask for an egg and then you give them a stone they ask for bread you give them a snake right no parent does that so you can't ask God for the Holy Spirit and he gives you something different right so how do you know that you have the spirit because you asked him and he gave you and the, 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 the result was that you spoke in right as the Spirit gave you utterance. So His presence in your life is as a result of what? Asking in, in faith for because he, he said He will pour it out, right? So you ask Him and He gave you. Now, here's a question. Why is that? He gave you the Spirit but all other things you're not getting. All other things in your prayers, you are not getting. You didn't struggle to get the Holy Ghost. You just say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the Spirit of God as a gift. Thank you. Amen. They laid hands on you. Boom. The Spirit of God came upon you. You speak in tongues. No struggle. Salvation, just a two-minute thing. Father, I believe. I confess. Boom. You are saved. No three-hour prayer. Yeah? If there's anything Satan was going to stop in your life, it's those two things. He didn't have the power to stop you. Yeah? Did he? He didn't have the power to stop you to receive the Holy Spirit. Did he? But all other things, it's another theory. There's, a, there's another doctrine. Around, around all other things that require faith. Why is that so? Let's read Hebrews 11 again. Why are other things that are written not a present experience in your life because they are written most let's read Hebrews 11 verse 6 you see faith is what will make the difference in your life faith Is what will make the difference in your life. This world does not operate on the law of faith, on the laws of faith. It doesn't. It doesn't. It operates on physical laws and laws of science and whatever. But it does not operate on the laws of faith. Yet, every person that has done something significant on this earth has built something significant on this earth has done it in faith whether they knew it or not because the faith dimension is a universal place everybody can access that dimension 
But to the Christian, it is, it is given as a whole base. That's why he says, the just shall live by faith. So it shouldn't be a difficult thing for a Christian man or woman to operate faith in their lives. Because they have come into that dimension and it has become a whole base for them. But then what happens? Let's read. Let's read. Can we read? Let's read. Hebrews 11 verse 6. Read it again. So, if your, your desire is to please God, right? If your desire, and I don't know any Christian whose desire is not to please God, right? And he's telling you that the secret, the key to pleasing God is faith. Right? Is faith. Is That means you should spend as much time as possible in endeavoring to discover what faith is. Because without that particular thing, nothing you do for God, in God, matters. Because it will not please Him. <coughs> Agreed? Agreed? So look at verse number 1. Hebrews 11 verse 1. Check it out. Yeah. Now faith is the substance of the No, there are two words that are important there, right? Is what? Substance and evidence. So he says, according to the Bible, that faith is a substance. Is a Hypostasis is a substance. So when the Bible says the just shall live by faith, the Bible was saying the just shall live by substance. So there is a substance that is required in order for you to please God and to live the victorious life. Right? So, when you got born again, now unto every man was the measure of substance given. I'm using substance for a reason. The measure of substance given. Right? It was dealt to every man. So, God gave you substance when you came into Christ. Now, from study of the Bible, you realize the substance can grow. The substance can be diminished. The substance can be strengthened. So what is 
that substance. And the Bible calls that substance faith. So faith is a substance. Let's look at some things in the Bible. All right? Okay? That will tell us really what is this substance real or is this substance you know just a thing Jim? substance agreed substance hypostasis hypostasis you there let's read verse number what chapter number one of hebrews Verse 3. Who, being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his substance. There's that word, hypostasis again. So he's saying, Jesus, Jesus, the Son, is the brightness of God's glory and he's the express image of his so he is the character of his substance are you following me because the express image there is character so jesus is the character of his substance jesus is the character the image of god's substance now, this begins to explain to us really what substance is. Because if Jesus is the image of God's substance, of God's hypostasis, of God's, and they, they translate it there as person. So he's the image of God's reality. Are you following me? So you see Jesus, you see the substance of God. Are you following me? Are you following me? So Jesus is in effect the 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 thing that the Bible says is faith. Read it again. Who being the brightness of his yeah, and the the now, listen to the meaning of this word. Express image it means character, right? It is the instrument used for engraving or carving. The mark stamp upon an instrument or that is wrought upon it. So Jesus is is the instrument of God's substance. So he's the carving out of God. You follow? So God has a substance. Angir? He has a substance. Angir? That's the base element of any organism. It's substance. Right? God has a substance. And Jesus is, is, the, is the thing that is carved out from that substance. Arbereki say, 
let's use chemistry. Right? If you want water, right? The water, right? Water has its elemental basis, right? Which is oxygen and hydrogen molecules, right? And the inclusion of a catalyst that uh, produces combustion and that results in water. So the substance of water is what? Yeah? The substance of water is? So when we say substance, we are referring to what? The, the elemental composition structures of an organism. Right? So God, the Bible says, the substance is Jesus. God is a substance. Right? And Jesus is the carving out of that substance. Is what resulted in God carving out the substance. So the substance of God is Jesus. Are you following? And the Bible tells me and you that that substance is really what? Yeah? What is, God, what is God's elemental substance? God's elemental structures is the word. John 1 verse 1, in the beginning was and the word was with and the word was and who is Jesus the word made the word made so the substance of God is Jesus or rather is the manifested word are you following and the Bible the but this is amazing the Bible the Spirit of God does something, right? From, from that whole, whole reality, right? He says, the substance of the world is faith. Is faith. So faith is what will make Jesus real to you. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? Faith, Jesus said, Jesus spoke about, let, let, let's read it, John. I want to show it to you. John 14. John 14. So when the Bible says, now faith is the substance of what? So the nature of faith is derived from where? Logos. Logos. Law. Uh, yeah. Uh, John 14, you there? Verse number... Verse number 
Now read verse 21. Read verse 21. And I will manifest myself to him. I will manifest myself to him. The word is emphanizo, right? There's another word that is similar to emphanizo, which is translated as appear, which means phaneros. Phaneros is an interesting word because phaneros means the point at that which that which is invincible becomes material. And, and it is translated as appear. And in other instances as manifest. So when, when Jesus phaneros himself to you, it means that the substance, your faith, the substance has now what? Has now evidenced the reality of Christ. So there is a process of, of appearance, of manifestation that takes place between the formation of the substance to the phaneros moment. The phaneros moment is when it's a crossover, it's like a bridge, is when the spiritual becomes the natural. That's what happened to Jesus when the word became flesh. Telling you that the word was not flesh before. What was it? Spirit. So that it became flesh and appeared and dwelt among means that the word phaneros and it used what? The same process of faith. So faith in its elemental faith, faith in its essence is the word of God. That's why you can read the Bible and the Bible tells you if you do this, this thing was written Thousands of years ago, millenniums ago, but then you act on it today and then it produces the same result with the same power with which it was written. It's, it's the power of logos. You, you didn't read about being born again from a book that was written uh, four months ago, two years ago. This thing was written thousands of years ago. And then you act on what he said and you, you, you experience the reality. Why? Because in it is stored substance. Is stored substance. Why? Because it is necessary for what? For the activation of the manifestation. The reality of the life that he talks about. So he says, faith is the substance. And we know from what we have discussed that it is the essence of the word of God. So when God speaks, what comes out is faith. So faith becomes what? Becomes, becomes the, the material that God uses to, to, to composite things, to materialize things. So if when God says, let there be light, what comes out is faith. The faith to manifest light. You are showing in the Bible. Romans chapter 10. So it's a living thing. You see that? It's a living thing. It's a substance that's alive. That's why devils can tell when you don't have faith to cast them out. 
They know. That's why you can you 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 can say, oh, in the name of Jesus, I cast away this sickness, and it's still there. Because that thing has intelligence. And that thing knows, oh, there's no faith here. If there's no faith, there's nothing to overpower me. Because it's faith that overcomes. So words without faith are... (sighs) Okay, it's fine. Let's read. Uh, Said what? Romans 10. Verse number... 16. Right? But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? Then he says, verse 17. So, so, so then, so then, so then, so then, faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. Faith comes by hearing. How does faith come? By hearing. How does it come? By seeing. By hearing. And, uh, yeah? So, really, faith comes from what? The source of faith is what? The rhema of God. The rhema. So, faith comes from the rhema of God. So, anything God says has within it faith. That's why I said logos has within it stored substance. The stored substance of faith. How that faith is activated is when it moves from written to being spoken. How is it true? Yeah, let's see it. Second Corinthians. Let's read verse number, chapter 5. Chapter 5. Verse number 6 to 7. Be there. Let's read. So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from, because we walk by faith and not by, we are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So we know, we know that while we are here, we are absent from the Lord, but then he says we walk by faith and not by sight. Telling you that, oh, we, we, we still can be with the Lord in our bodies. <laughs> because we walk by faith and not by sight. The reality is that we are in our bodies. But our faith 
can bring us before the Lord. Hebrews, I mean, 1 Corinthians 4. 2nd, 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 2nd Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. Verse 13, you there? And since we have the same spirit of faith. Oh, faith is a spirit? The same spirit of faith according to what is written. I, I, and therefore we, we also believe and therefore we, So the end result of faith or the final proofing of faith is where? Is in the mouth. So you may hear and hear and hear and hear and believe and believe and believe but if you never come to the point of speech and vocalizing what you have believed, faith has not entered. So imagine there are believers who think they have faith, but every time they speak, they oppose what they say they believe. Because the spirit, the Bible says, the spirit of, here's, here's what the Bible speaks about. The Bible speaks about the gift of faith. Right? What is the gift of faith? The gift of faith is when, was when the operation of it was when Joshua said to the sun, stop, and the sun stopped. Moon stop, and the moon stopped. That's the gift of faith. Why? Because the, the operation came from the mouth. Not like the hands when Moses parted the Red Sea. It was the mouth. You understand? It was sun stop and it stopped. That was the operation of the gift of faith. That comes from the spirit. Correct? Because it's part of the gift of the spirit. But he says the spirit of faith which everybody has functions in this way. You believe first and then you speak. It sounds familiar. Mark 11. Mark 11. Uh, I will not read the whole story, right? Let's read from verse 12. Now, the next day when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something to eat on. When he came to it, he found nothing but, for it was not the season for figs. So why is Jesus expecting fruit when it's not season? Why is he why is he expecting 
fruit from a tree which is not its season to bear the thing that he wants. It's kind of unfair here. Listen to what, what Jesus says. In response, Mamela, in response, not in reaction, in In this is one of the great teachings of faith. In response, Jesus said, Read what Jesus said. And his disciples, that means Jesus wasn't whispering. Jesus wasn't whispering. Jesus wasn't saying, The disciples didn't hear the. The disciples heard that. They heard the whole thing. Now wait. Let's pause there a minute, right? And investigate why Jesus cursed this thing. Okay. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was. He was what? He was what? He was what? And seeing from afar a fig tree having, he went to see if perhaps when he came to it, he found nothing but, he found nothing because it was not its easy. That means it shouldn't have had leaves. Because leaves come just before the budding of the fruit. So the tree shouldn't have had leaves. There were, it, it was not the only fig tree in, in the field, wherever they were. There were many fig trees. And because it was not seasoned for, for, for figs, there were no leaves on others. He saw the one that had and he see perhaps he might have fruit. But there was nothing. But it had leaves. So that fig tree was telling Jesus something. That's why Jesus responded to it. What it said was not spoken. It was presented. It was not season for figs. So what business do you want having leaves? And what did Jesus say? Did he cry? Oh, guys, you know. He did what? He responded and he cursed it. Why did he curse it? Why did he curse it? Yeah? Because it didn't give him fruit? It was deceptive. It was. And it gave Jesus nothing. Jesus is looking for fruits. He's, saying, he's getting leaves. Don't think he'll bless you. Are you listening to me? 
Jesus is coming to you. He's looking for fruit. He finds leaves. Do you think he will bless you? I see she a lot. In response, Jesus said to it, let no man eat fruit when the disciples heard it, right? So they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who brought and so forth, right? Verse 20. Now, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw, now in the morning, in the, as they passed by, they saw the, Dried up from the, and Peter remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you curse has withered away. Wow, so Jesus' words actually did something. Amen. Amen. They actually did something. They actually did something. They did what he said. They did what he said. His words did what he said. And what did he say? Let no man. Amen. So listen to Jesus' response. Again. And Jesus answered and said to them. Have faith in God. You want to can pass? Have faith in. Have faith in. Have faith in. Oh my Lord God. Have faith in. So he's he's attributing the results of the spoken word to what? To him having. Faith in God. In, in certain margins it says the faith of God. So have the faith of God. And then it begins to show us how, remember what I said to you, right? About the, 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 the proofing of faith. Remember what I said to you, right? Have faith in God or have the faith of God for assuredly Assuredly. You know assuredly, right? I tell you the truth, nothing but the... I say to you, who, 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 is, 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 they say somebody, they say me, they say prophets and apostles. He says who? If you were, if, 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 if you are the whoever that the Bible refers to that said whoever believes in him shall not perish, then this whoever be also attributes to you. I get it, you were the whoever that believes shall not perish but have everlasting life. And now you have it. And you were the whoever. So the whoever here also refers to you. Whoever says, tree. <laughs> You know what you are showing them? The possibility that exists in faith. And, and he says, 
Whoever shall say to this fig tree, yeah, to what? Do what? No, whoever shall what? Cry. Pray about it. Fast about it. Mourn about it. Complain about it. Think about it. Meditate about it. Ponder about it. Mutter and whisper about it. Whoever shall? What is say? What is to say? Is to speak words. Is to speak words. Whoever shall to what? Do what? Yeah? Whoever shall give this mountain commands. Yeah? And does not? So whoever whoever shall that was one again. Right? Read, but believes in this. That those things which he that's number two says will be he will have what he that's number wow so he says you only believe once but speak so you must do three times more talking than believing And he says, whoever shall say, command this mountain, and not doubt in his heart, but believe in his words. So all Jesus is telling that, God believes in his words. So when God, when God speaks here, he's, he's speaking what he believes. And he believes that what he says from what he believes will be done. So, hurry, 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 hurry. Let the mountains come forth. And then he's like, yeah, if not ten, maybe five, yeah. Five will do. He, he does not doubt his words. And he says that's the faith of God. God does not doubt his words. He believes in himself. He is confident in what he speaks. And he says, that confidence is, is substance. Because another word that is used in, oh, let, let me show you. Another word that is used in the Bible for substance is confidence. Let's read it. Let, let, me, show, let me show it to you quickly. Let me show it to you quickly. So faith is confidence. Is the confidence that you have in the existence of your hope. You understand? Or the existence of your expectation. For instance, Mike, let's just say you, you need money. Right? You need maybe 10,000 or 50,000. Right? And you're like, I don't know how this thing is going to come. Right? You're like, I don't know. Naturally, I, 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 I don't know where I'm going to get it. You scratch your head there. Oh, no, man, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But then, maybe if I ask God, right? Then you're like, maybe if I pray about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
What is your hope? 50? What is your hope? What's your hope? It's your hope. Right? You're hoping for 50,000. You need it. So you're hoping that if you ask God, he, He'll give you. But, but you see, hope don't, don't get the job done. So you, you, you're there, you're hoping. You're hoping. So the, the confidence is not there. So because the confidence is not there, you cannot be convinced of its reality with God. All you have there at that point is, I'm hoping. You know, you're hoping. Why? Because substance, the substance to create it, the substance to materialize the 50,000 or the hope is not there. You follow? So, so you're, you're hoping, you're hoping. So what must you do? Because if the 50,000 is going to come, hope ain't going to do it. What's going to do it is faith. And you can't conjure up faith. You can't conjure, I have it. I have faith, Lord. No, it don't work that way. It don't work that way. So because you don't have the rhema, the, the current word for it, you, you don't have really the, the immediate rights to claim it. So what do you do? You go to what? You go to the warehouse of substances in relation to what? To your hope. So your hope is for 50,000. You can't go and, and find the, the substance for healing. You're wasting your time. So what you do is that you begin to search. Where? The, the warehouse of substances. You begin to search to locate what has been said. Because what has been said is the substantiation of my hope. It validates it. It cements it. And it confirms that I can access it. So you go. You look. Oh, he shall supply. All my needs according to his riches in glory. Oh, okay. Wow. Supplies all my needs. According, not according to what I have, but according to his riches in glory. So I don't have to have it in order for him to supply it. Oh, okay. Let me find something else. What, what, what's happening? You're building substance for your hope. Oh, okay. Wow, the silver and the gold belongs to him. Hmm. Wow. Oh, he said to David, if you had asked for more, I would have given you. Oh God, thank you. So now you don't talk to God. You don't talk to God. Jesus said to the mountain, don't speak to God about the mountain. Why? He has already given, he has said it. That I may boldly, not that I can, no. Now I've got substance for my hope. 
Now I have confidence. I have confidence to speak. Why? Because I'm not speaking baseless words. I'm not speaking empty words. I have confidence. So I, I go on my knees with my Bible on my one hand and my hands lifted up. I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that you have heard me. On the basis of your word and what you have promised, I lay claims on 50,000 rands. By the end of this month, I shall have what I ask. Therefore, ministering spirits, go forth and bring it forth. I rebuke the devil of my finance. Father, thank you. At that point, I believe in what I'm saying. <laughs> because I, I have confidence and I believe in, I can come tell you, yo, I, I just secured 50,000 rands. Where is it? Don't worry. I've got it. Come see me end of the month. I'll have it. At that time, it's not your responsibility. It's the workings of the faith dimension to bring it to pass. Only God knows how it will come. Same thing with healing. Same thing with peace. Same thing with faith. If you've got substance, you have evidence. If you've got substance, you've got the confidence. What strengthened Abraham's faith was the fact that God has spoken. God said to him, your descendants shall be as numerous as the stars of the sky and as numerous as the sand on the seashore. He, he held on to that word for 25 years until he was fully persuaded that he who spoke is faithful. That he who promised is faithful. Is the faith dimension, is the intelligence of faith. A buddy of mine came and he asked me, he said, tell me, how, 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 please, please, be honest. Be honest. I understand this faith thing of yours, but be honest. <laughs> he said, please, be, be honest. Be, be what? Be honest. How, how, how? Do you get your provisions, man? Please be honest. I know your faith. You've been telling me. I said, okay, let me be honest. I said, I'll show you. Practical now. I said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you how I get my provisions met. And I showed him, right? And I did it. And then I said, wait 15 days. You heard what I said. In 15 days, I'll come back and I'll give you the fruits. He said, okay. Right? We did that. I prayed. I did my speaking. Fine. That was done. Right? That was when? Last month, as we entered into uh, June. Right? At the end of the 15 days, I called him. I said, remember what we said that the other day? Well, I'll show you how I got my, get my provisions. Here it is. Oh, oh, oh no, man. Wow. Oh, you said it. I said, what would I lie to you? <laughs> Why would I lie to you? It's because we don't live enough in that realm. We don't live enough in that realm. So when somebody from that, like Jesus, 
When somebody from that dimension comes and just multiplies bread and fish, we lay, oh, yo, 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 magicians. Yo, 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 witchery, sorcery, what's happening here? Yo, 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 yo. We like, yo, 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 you're a bunch of believing unbelievers. <laughs> full of doubt. What's your substance? You see, because there has to be substance behind what you say. That, that's, what, that's what makes you not but not heavy. So this world, this, this wealth of faith is available to access at any point in time for everybody. Everybody. So it is pistis. Now, faith is pistis, is the convictions in your spirit. Where you are convinced that this thing is so. You can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> to the natural man, you are a madman now. Oh, be careful. Don't walk with that guy. Schizophrenia has come upon him. <laughs> He's talking things that are not there. He's speaking about things that are not there. Are you sure they're not there? Just because you can't see them does not mean they are not there. It only means that your eyes have been blinded by your senses. But I have faith. I have faith. Because, because with faith you can see into the invisible. First, Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18, he tells you that says, look not at the things which are seen. For they are temporal. Is but set your gaze. Scopeo. That's the word there. Be, be cognizant of things not seen. For things that are not seen, they are eternal. So she found, yeah, you don't have it. But but that's that I'm not I'm not I'm not considering. The reality. There's another reality. That's what I'm considering. In that reality, it is done. You see, that, that's what makes men of faith so powerful. That's what makes men of faith so powerful. Because they, they, are, they, are, they are dependable systems. Or their dependencies, are, they, are, they are not in this dimension. So you look at them, you're like, hey, these are an armed man. You look at Elijah, Elisha, you're like, this guy is unarmed. Eh? Oh, this guy is unarmed. This guy, this, this guy, oh, this guy, this guy is a target. Let's get to him. <laughs> the guy chills and he's like, boy, relax. Lord, open his eyes. Oh, my father, my father. <laughs> what happened to him? What happened to him? Wasn't he the one that came and said, let's find a cave and hide ourselves. Maybe God would have mercy on us here. Wasn't he the one that said that? He's the one. He's the one. But then he was seen to another realm. 
He was, his spirit was sensitive to another realm. The Bible says, by faith, Sarah, not considering the deadness of her womb, received strength to conceive. Those are, those are, those are his faith. It, it wasn't anything else. She accepted what God said as finality. As a receipt. The Bible says, she lambanot strength to conceive. Before she didn't have faith, remember? She, she was saying, Abraham married Hagar, boom. Hagar got pregnant. So, it was working on Abraham. She had doubts. Nothing was going on. When she had faith, she, A.B., baby, come. I'm ready. And she conceived. She what? It takes strength to have a baby. It takes faith. It takes faith. Hallelujah. Now you get it. Now you get it. Now let's get to the real stuff. That wasn't the real stuff. Let's get to the real stuff. Okay, that was the real stuff, but you know. So, do you, you, you see the error of your ways? Yeah? Yeah. Praise the Lord. People who spend time with me, they know. They know my faith thing. At that dimension, I'm a, I'm a beast. Faith, realm, I'm a beast. Ask anybody who spends time with me. I'm a beast. Anton, I'm a what? I'm a, I'm a beast. I took this boy, I took this boy to, to the Porsche dealer. Yeah? I took him to the Porsche dealer. When we got there, when we got there, every dealer wanted to come and deal with us. Yeah, because they thought in their mind, oh, this guy, this guy, this guy is serious. And like, how much is that car? 2.5. Oh, it's really affordable, huh? All right. <laughs> oh, uh, let me call my let me call my boss. Uh, 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 he knows these things. He knows he gets somebody who specializes in those. I'm like, oh, really? But then, can we build our own? Oh yeah, we got somebody who deals with that. Go to the office. They sent us to the office. Got there, we got the guy. Guy said, yeah, I said, let's build it. Like, oh, yeah, okay, let's build. No inch of, of revealing that, no, key window shopping. <laughs> Everything in my life I've gotten through that way. Everything. I have fought for it. The Bible talks about the good fight of faith. I fought for it. I've, you know what? I fought for it. You know what? Well, you still see 20,000, 30,000 is money. There ain't money. There's a real. 
There is a realm. There is a realm. You understand? And it's not the realm. Or I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking about a mentality. That's what I'm talking about. The mentality. There is a realm. Where number no last year fifty thousand. Oh my God! Salama nagar was ya yo yo. Wow, Yo, Fisa, yo! Faith. You see, faith makes you see, it makes you live life beyond beyond your your physical uh, 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 uh. let me find the word it's faith that makes you live beyond your means uh, everything I have I can't afford that huh? can't afford it how how can I afford it? It's faith. It's faith. everything I have naturally. I can't afford it. I shouldn't be able to afford it. I can't. No, it's be be honest with you. I can't. It's faith. That's all. It's not money, it's not it's faith. Money is a product of faith. It's faith. Okay, explain to me how can I afford it? Explain to me. Because you're like, ah, pastor. How? How? How can I afford it? The same way you can't explain being born again, huh? Faith. 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 I never complain what I, about what I don't have. I never. About what I don't have. Never. I can't, for what? What's that going to change? What's that? What, what's me worrying about what I don't have going to change about what I don't already have? Zilch. I'm just wasting energy. I'm just wasting energy. And perpetuating the experience of not having faith. You, you, you get it? Yes, yes. Ufuna ane koloti. Ufuna ane koloti. Ufuna ane lapo. 
will make you live a debt-free life. Faith. Amen? Faith. Problem is you, Papa, you pray too much. But no faith. Even when you talk to each other, you can tell, <laughs> yes, there's a lack here of faith. Yes, a lack. Praise the Lord. Mike was telling me, you know, buy a golf. You know, like, leave golfs alone. These are things for babies. Leave these things alone. Yeah, man, you know, it's cheap, you know. I said, brother, you live like that? Oh, my God, you'll never have your heart's desire fulfilled. It's God's intentions. Listen to me. It's God's intentions. It is his plan to prosper you. Spirit, soul, and it is his plan to prosper you. I believe it. You see, you can't convince me otherwise. You can't convince me otherwise. You know, the trials of life come to us. Yeah, let the trials come, but let them not be provisional trials. I don't accept that. Uh, for what? I don't have faith to be broke. I don't have faith to live in disease and sickness. I don't have that. You have that faith. You have it. Some people have a faith to be broke. They know by the end of the month, three, it'll be over with them. They just know. It's a knowing in their spirit. They know by the third, who feel like. Faith. They have already prepared substance. Now, God has faith, right? And God's, God's faith, I mean, God has substance. And his substance, we said it's faith. The devil has substance too. The devil has and his substance is fear. They both come the same way. Hey, COVID-19 cases they tripled in Gauteng. We are in danger. We better close up shop. Hey, Lake now. Why? What's causing those kind of talks? What's, what's the substance behind it? Fear. Fear. Jesus said, fear not, it is I. 
Only a faithless man, a faithless woman, has Jesus living inside them and live in fear. You know, for a long time, I used to be afraid of the dark. I used to be afraid of the dark. Long time. At night. It was tough to sleep. But I couldn't sleep with the light. But I was afraid of the dark. How the fear came, I don't know. But I feared. I feared. (laughs) You don't know. You know, there's certain experiences in life you can't explain. (laughs) But I feared. The dark, it was an unspoken fear. But it was one of those, once, once everything goes quiet, silent, oh, that thing from the inside rises. And for what, I don't know. I don't know, really. <laughs> I was afraid. One day, I'm meditating on the word. First John 4 verse 4, ye are of God little children and ye have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I started meditating that scripture every time the lights would go off and it will go quiet. I play that thing in my mind. Ye are of God little children, greater is he that is. I'd always say it inside, huh? Always say it inside. Always say it inside. One day in prayer. Because I remember exactly when the fear left me. When that fear left me. And all other fears left me as well. I'm praying in tongues. I'm praying in tongues. I'm praying in tongues. Then out of nowhere, you have God, little children. And you have overcome them. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I said it. I said it. I said it when I came out of that prayer session. I waited. Because you know, you know when the fear, you know. I waited. The lights came off. It went quiet. And I looked for the fear. It was not there. I searched for it. It was not there. I looked for it. It was not there. I slept. The next day, I waited for the fear. It did not come. I waited for it. I waited for it. It did not come. And I knew that day I lost all fears. All, all fears. I lost it. I'm not, I, I, the, the, the fear of the dark, the fear of failure, I lost all fears. I don't, have, I don't have any problems with fear now. I don't. Whatever fear, I don't. I don't. My, my, my systems have been rid of it. There's, a, there's another system that's, that's been at work in me. I don't fear. You Can you say that? I, I don't fear. I don't fear. Why? Because my response systems are dead to fear. Because fear comes, you know the whispering, 
frase. A frase. Arrechemo. finish off with, with uh, Amen Praise the Lord Have faith Mommy, have faith Have faith This is the thing that's going to bring into our lives are things that we can never attain to with our own financial means our own station in life Faith faith if there's one thing devils know if there's one thing demons principalities fallen angels know when it comes to me you with with prosperity with wealth with you can't touch me I've, my faith in that dimension is cemented it's no longer faith is is knowledge and I got MBA Oh, business school of Harvard. I don't care for that. I don't care for that. They know. No! There are ways I get provisions. If I can tell you, ne? if I can tell you some of those ways, oh, you, you'd want to come lick, clean my shoes with your, with your tongue every day. Just so that I can just give you the, the secret. If I could tell you, The way of the ravens. Logonkosaraza. <laughs> the way of the ravens. You know, you know it. Barasantosha. <laughs> Malachi, please. Chapter 3. Elisha le pipe, ne? Lugo play la 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 have the kind of faith that refuses, that refuses a no, that refuses failure. Some of you don't know it. If God had told me that my name is on the manifesto and I got to the lady that has the manifesto and she checked and said, you are not on the list, I'd say to her, Check again. I tell her for, for thousands of times because God said it. She said, no, but your name is not yes and no, lady. Check again. It's there. 
No, 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 no. It's not there. I've checked, I've checked, I've double checked, triple checked, get a fourple check. No, 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 it's not there, it's not, no, check again, it's there. You, you're not, you, maybe you're not just seeing well, but it's there. But I was told to come here. I was, to, I was told my name's on the manifest. So open up. No, no, your name, your, hey, find it. <laughs> Go to moving and get it. What about it? The Oh, yeah, 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 it's here. Angels. That's, that's how I am. I'm adamant. I'm adamant. Especially when it comes to faith things, I'm adamant. It's like, it's like Elijah saying, rain is coming, but everybody sings this. Oh, yeah, now Elijah, let what Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but lead time here for weeks. Yeah, the abundance is coming, but why did the spirit realm say again? Things delay. So if 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 Elijah was like that, he would have responded that way. Many lose out in life because at a no, they give up. They're like they pack their bow, oh God. Oh, Pelile, Pelile. But where are those who have the same spirit as Caleb and Joshua who looked at the giants in Canaan and looked and did not see themselves as grasshoppers? They said they are praying for us. We are well able to conquer them. Why? He has spoken. I have given you the land. Because Problem that all things have become new. It's faith, my brother, that, that comes to your boss and says, I need that promotion now. I've been working here for far too long and I've been doing my job. You know, give me my, what you do me. It's faith. It's faith. Yeah, no, promotion doesn't come from the Lord. Doesn't come from the east, from the west. Promotion comes from the Lord. Let me just put my head down and just work. You work until you die. And people will ride over your head above you. Because you don't have faith. Because you think if you if you ask for what is yours, not only will you be denied, but you will be evacuated. So you 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 you, you substitute because you fear. If you ask for they'll they'll take what you already have and give it to another. You don't have faith, you don't care in atmosphere. 
The Bible says everywhere Israel went, the fear of them was instilled in every nation. They carried an atmosphere. Let me just keep what I have. You know, let's be grateful. <laughs> let, Lord, I'm just grateful for everything. Two months back, the boss I have, I report I go below you. How do you explain that? Faith. Amen. Malachi chapter 3. I woke up last week Sunday and I told you, I woke up and a voice said to me, the priesthood cannot fulfill its duties without the offering. And I've been meditating on that for a week now since I heard that voice. And I realized that the limitation to the excess of God's supernatural power and intervention many times is because it is not siphoned, it is not pulled, it is not attracted. And I searched the Bible, I read the word, and I realized that there was one common thing in the Bible that trumped every other manifestation of power. And I knew what the voice meant. Be honest with me. Ne? How many of you were like the fig tree? You felt that something should happen in this season. You felt it. Even if you, know, you never vocalized it, but you, there was a knowing inside of it. You know, what's happening here in my life isn't what really should be happening now. How many of you have been there? And you know, Hori, there are things that should be happening, but for some reason, they are not happening. The prayers are offered. And to some degree, the faith is demonstrated. But it's like the heavens unyielding. What is due you? Have you, have, you, have you been there? Where somebody promised you something. Yeah? They promised you from their mouths. And you know that person to be a person who keeps their word. But then, when it comes to you, nothing.
you've been overlooked when it came to certain favors. You know, you know that, you know that feeling, huh? Yeah, Baba. You know that feeling? And you start wondering, Mara, Mudimu Wanratana. Mudimu Wanhatalana. You know that one, Chris? Eh? And, and until you do or no, my faith is being tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going through a trial of faith. It's not a trial of faith you are going through, my beloved. You are a robber. You are a thief. That's the problem. When the Spirit of God opened this understanding to me, I knew, I knew why there will be Christians who will never advance in life. Not because of the lack of opportunity of advancement, but they will just never advance. They will just never have things in the spirit from the kingdom happening in the they'll just they, they will never have it and i realize why there will be christians who will not be as prayerful not be as committed in the things of god but who will advance far beyond their wildest imagination i knew it i saw it i saw it it was clear to me why spiritually things are held up, the heavens are closed up, the heavens are like brass. And I want to share it with you. I want to share it with you. And that's why us as trying to get across to you this faith teaching so that you can understand really how certain things in life work. There's nobody like God. You know, if you choose to live your life according to the wisdom of God, at every juncture in life, you will be met with promotion. You'll be met with favor. You'll be met with grace. You'll be met with peace at every juncture in your life. Malachi chapter number three. Malachi chapter three. A person has been praying. Yes, for one thing. Then all of a sudden, they gave beyond their comfort. Then the next day, their whole situation that they've been praying for years changed. I wondered, how, how, how do those things happen? See, that's why we need the whole counsel of God, you see? That's why you can never say, or you can never... You should never be in a church because all you will know is the limitations 
of prayer. That's all you will experience in your life. The entire counsel of God is essential. Can we read this? Verse 6. For I am the Lord. I do not. I do not. So, it's only the same Mudimu that was speaking there as he is today. Is he still the same God? Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of yet from the days of your fathers. You have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. Then he says, return to me. And I will, says the Lord. Now, this whole discourse was about returning to God. Was about, and these people are asking, Lord, how, how then will we return to you? In what way shall we return? Verse 8. Read it very slowly. Will a man rob God? Let's answer that question. Will a man rob God? Will a man rob God and succeed? Will a man rob God and prosper? Will a man rob God and advance? Will a man rob God and have favor? Will a man rob God and be promoted? Will a man rob God and live his life out in health and prosperity? Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. This is how they deviated from his ordinances. It says, yet you have. Now, this is a spiritual God talking to men. And between this God and man is what we call the heavens. And only he can open the heavens. Only he can close the heavens. Yet in what way have we robbed you, you ask? Read there, please. In what? In what? In, in tithes. Now, Mamela, this is Kimudimo. Rabalaga Mudim. Arbalaga Muruti. Rabalaga. We ran very tightly the offering. And even for him to say, these people have robbed me. Me. How do you have robbed my people or my servants or you have robbed my house or me? So, Raiputi's horror. We ran when I'm with him, Gadi. Lady, the butchokabian going at these things. Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. There are things, Mike, in your life. God is will be unable to do 
for you without these two systems of giving, tithes and offering. No matter how much you pray, no matter how much you faith, no matter how much you fast or how faithful or how committed you are to God, there are things that heaven will never release. And listen to me. Because heaven has been withholding many things from you. Unless this. The altar must burn. But the altar burns on offerings. No altar has ever carried out its function, Chris, without the burning of offerings. The fire comes from the offerings. When the, the angel of God met uh, Samson's mother and father, remember? And they realized they had met God. They said, please, don't leave. Let's offer you something. The angel said, even if you offer me, I will not eat it. Offer it to God. Offer it up to God. And they said, yeah. Then the angels let them do what they wanted to do. They took a calf, they killed it. And they, they presented the offering. Bible says, with his rod, the stick, the angel of God touched it and fire went up. And the Bible says, and the angel went up in the fire. Read it. The Bible says, and the angel went up into heaven in the fire. The fire transported the angel. The offering transported the angel back into heaven. It opened up a portal. It opened up a pathway into the heavens. The Bible says, by, by the offering and the fire of the offering, the angel entered and went up by it. And it disappeared from their sight. That means at the point which the altar, which the offering is burnt on the altar, that place becomes a portal for the heavens. Your heavens are closed. Can you see? There's no traffic. Because the trafficking requires that there be an offering on the altar. Your altar will never speak for you without offering. Exodus 20. Exodus, Exodus, Exodus. Mashallah, don't Yanto Sharaba, verse 22. Then the Lord said to Moses, Thus you shall say to the people, of Israel you have seen that I've talked with you from heaven you shall not make anything to be with me gods of silver or gods of gold you shall not make for yourselves but for me an altar of earth you shall make for me see God doesn't accept all these idols but he accepts altars an altar of earth you shall make for me and you shall sacrifice on it your burnt offerings and your peace offerings your sheep 
your monies, your wealth, your prosperity, in every place where I record my name, I will come to you. You see why God came to Solomon? You see why God came to Solomon? He says, I will come to you and I will bless you. I will come to you and I will bless you. This, this, this is one of the only places where God makes a promise of descending just to bless you. The strength of any altar is never realized in one's life apart from the offerings. There are offerings that burn on it. Otherwise, the heavens remain open, remains closed. Go back to Malachi. Yet you have robbed me, says the Lord. 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 In what way have we robbed you? In tithes and in offerings. You are cursed with a curse because you robbed me. See why it's impossible for a man to rob God and prosper? You see why it's impossible? It's impossible because the, the, the very act of robbery triggers a curse. It says you are cursed with a curse. There are several things I want to show you here. Even this whole nation even this whole nation. Even this whole... Listen, listen, listen. Though you are many, you are one body. One's failure, once in a, in a ministry, one a few's failure to adhere affects everybody. A house cannot have full glory as long as there are others that are not adhering to the same laws and the ordinances of God. So you find that, that, that because of the presence of, of a curse on somebody's life in the assembly, every other life is affected. It says you are cursed with a curse, even this whole nation. Oh, Oh, it's not biblical. It's biblical. When God said to Joshua, let them go and destroy the city. But God said, don't take anything from them. Don't take anything of the spoils. For you shall profane the camp. One family did it. They fought, they fought, they won. They took some of the gold, some of the articles. They hid it under their tent. The fight ensued again. Joshua went to fight. He lost. Never happened before. He lost. Joshua inquired, Lord, why have you lost? God said, because there's sin in the camp. Not only Joshua, the whole, the whole of Israel lost. See, there are battles you lose in your life. Not because you did not do what was right, but because of your brother and your sister in your church. 
wonder about God. No, your brother and your sister. We are a family of God. When one rise, all must rise. <laughs> but when one falls, the fall of one hinders the rise of all. It says you are cursed with a curse. Even this whole nation. Now I'm speaking like this. Some of you, you, are, you know yourselves. You are cursed with a curse. You can feel it too. Nothing works in under a curse. Nothing. Nothing. But you pray. But you fast. But you give. But you have faith. You are cursed with a curse. Then God counsels them. He says, bring. 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 Why does it say all? Bring. Some. Today's. Tomorrow's. Bring what? Some of you, this thing will not leave you until you go back to the first times you started attending church. All the services, all the first time you committed to a church, the first until you go back there and, and consolidate all the times. Things will not change. See, no, I, I'm speaking plainly. I'm not means things will not change. Until you, you determine, you, 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 you will to consolidate, things will not change. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my... And listen to what God says. This is the only place where God says this. And test me. Test me now says the Lord, in what? In this thing. Test me. Do what? Do what? Test me. Try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. If, and see if, I will not what? So the windows were closed. Some heavenly pipelines, the, 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 the word is chimneys, pipelines. They're, they're clogged up. Blessings flow, but they're clogged up. They can't greet you. Can't cheat God and win. Some of you need to go back to all the words, the prophetic words you received and consolidate all the offerings. He says, and see if I'll not do what? Open 
So, he can't open something that's already open. It means they're closed. They've been closed. And the closing of windows refers to the flow of blessing. The flow of blessing. Remember in Haggai, he says, you, you, I withheld the rain from you. He says, even when you gathered, you gathered into a bag full of holes. Why? Because my house lies in ruin. And we know that, that typo, uh, in typology, the house of God, the temple of God refers to the Christian man and woman. We know in typology that if a Christian is experiencing fair mind in their lives, no provision, no harvest, no rain, no blessing, no favor flowing, and, 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 and there's nothing, they better check themselves in this area. And that's why I said you can't cheat it because it, is, it manifests. Bring all the tithes into the storehouses that there may be food. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open to, for you. For you. Amen. For that, in other words, the heavens can be opened for you and closed for you. And pour out for you blessing that there will be no room enough for you to receive it. How many of us have experienced that dimension in life? We can say very few of us. Where we've received so much and we are like, oh God, it's just too much. The secret is in the what? It's in the all. It's in the what is the problem alone again? And that's what will not never that's what will, will continuously make you an enemy of God in your spiritual walk. You 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 are too you are too bound by memory, too bound by your need of it, that you forget your duties, your responsibilities in the kingdom. Because then I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. I will rebuke, the devourer I told you is an angel that only God can rebuke. He just eats. He devours whatever he can eat. He says, and you know who's the devourer, right? Your adversary, the devil, is like a roaring, seeking whom he may. Who is the devourer? Who is, who is the devourer? He's just eating and eat. Why? your defense systems are down. You see, according to the Bible, Mr. Masang, what's your defense system? Your? Your defense system, according to what we have read, is your what? That's your defense system. You want to protect your business, 
You want to protect your job. You want to protect your financial life. You want to protect your family. You want to protect your destiny. You want to protect the prophetic words God has given you. You want to protect everything God has uh, delivered into your hands. How are you going to do that? You do that by just folding your hands, lifting your hands up. Oh God, Kakaraba, Jesus. <laughs> you don't win in life that way. Men that win in life, that come out victorious, are men who know how to offer. Are men who know how to give to God. Are men who know how to wage a good warfare. The Bible says a, a man's riches is his ransom. But the destruction of the poor is their poverty. See what's destroying you? You see what's destroying you? The Bible says it. It says the destruction of the poor is their poverty. They are being destroyed. Their lives are being perpetually destroyed by their poverty. You are not destroyed because you are poor. Your poverty is what is destroying you. And if God gives you, allows for you, permits for you to be poor and have poverty, just know destruction is on, on the ground. It's lurking. He says, I will rebuke the devourer for you so that he will not destroy the fruit of the ground. Ashidi, king fruit of the ground, what you've labored for, get Your business was doing fine. All of a sudden, your business is going to competition. Clients are moving away from you. What's happening, Jesus? Nana Sisi Kakatona. Nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit. See that? See what the devourer does? Do you see what the devourer does? He destroys your fruit. And then he prohibits from burying. Like the fig tree. It's fruit bearing season, Mara. Dalolo. Says the Lord. And all nations will call you blessed. For you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. And remember, the key, the key to this is not only the reversal of curses, but the bestowal of blessings. In your life, look at me, look at me. In your life, become blessing conscious. What you need in your life is bless. You, you, know, you know what the word bless means? Yeah? It's an empowerment from God. It's divine empowerment. When men of old, ancient men, ancient men would travel, tread across deserts just to get a blessing. Blessings are what facilitates destinies. They're what determines whether you arrive at a place or not. So God says the reason that you must tithe, you must offer, he says so that you may be blessed. You know what it means to be blessed? To be blessed is what made the Mahis leave the East to find Jesus. And give him something. 
They left their home country just to find that he was blessed. The Bible says, when a man, when a man has been found right, good in the eyes of the Lord, the Lord makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Why was Esau so afraid when he heard that the blessing had went to his brother? Terror gripped him. To the point that he promised death because he knew what the blessings entailed. So what does the Lord do? He places his name in a place. Like here, Holy Spirit's tabernacle, the ministry. And then he says, that's where you get your blessings. What does that mean? He says, and therein the Lord does what? He commands the blessing. In the assembly, he commands it. But then what happens? When the blessing is commanded, and then they are robbers, that blessing is turned into what? All of a sudden, the ease with which that particular season of your life should have been is replaced by the hardness. And the thorns and the thistles. So the altar does not operate for you. The heavens remain closed. The blessing of the Lord does what? The blessing of the Lord does what? And he adds no to it. That's the blessing. He says, I will bless you. I will bless you. I will read, read Genesis chapter 3. We're going home now. Genesis chapter 13. Fourteen, fourteen, chapter eighteen. I mean, chapter fourteen, verse eighteen. You read this story; it's amazing, an amazing story. Amazing story. Four nations went against one king. The king destroyed the four nations, and then he 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 he, he populated and 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 plundered Sodom where Lot was. When Abraham found out, Abraham took 300 men. Where four nations failed, 300 men prevailed, and he brought forth back Lazarus. Who do you think Abraham was? Think about it. Four nations. Four nations failed against one king. They failed. Four, with their armies and their chariots, they failed. And then after he has plundered them, Chadolema, he takes Lot. When Abraham finds out, he takes Lot. The Bible says Abraham took 300 men. Where four nations failed. Abraham took 300 men. And the Bible says he, he defeated Chadolema. 
and he brought back all the spoils of Sodom with 300 men. And the Bible says he and they fought. He was fighting. This is a man whom the Bible says God blessed. Nothing, nothing that comes to him is lost. Nothing that is given him gets lost. He's always recovered. Because he has the strength. The power from above to recover. Anyways, verse 18. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. And he was the priest of the Most High. And he blessed him. And he and said, Blessed be Abraham of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High, who has delivered your enemies into your hands. And he gave him a tithe of all. A tithe of, of some, of. Thing is, we can't do things the wrong way and expect the right results. That's how we've been operating. We give to God, we pay our tithes to God when we feel like it or when we feel like we can afford this month. When we feel like we don't afford, we postpone it to the next month. God, you understand. We pay our offerings according to the, the, the mode of how we are doing that much financially. When money comes in, you know where's the priority? The accounts, the school fees, the rent, the... Oh, you've been living life in reverse, but expect God's blessing. There's nothing, as a minister, as a servant, as a priest, there's nothing I can do for you without an offering. There's nothing that will come from the office. You understand? I, as a person, can have sympathy, but it's not sympathy that changes things. It's the blessing. And the blessing functions in accordance with the priesthood. So I, a minister, a, 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 a man of God, a man of God can do, a man or woman can do nothing for you. With God's power, with God's anointing. Now this is talking to who? This is talking to God's people. Not talking to the sinner. To God's people. And what you need in your life is blessing. Is blessing. That, that, that's, all, that's all you need in your life. A blessed man is a dangerous man. Look at Josh, uh, Joseph. He comes in a slave. Few, some few years later, months later, he's the head of the household. He's arrested. He goes into the prison. All of a sudden, he's the head now of the prisoners. Look at Jacob. He goes to Laban's house. The Bible says that Laban recognized that the Lord blessed him because of Jacob. Why? He was a, he, he is, he was a man that carried blessing. 
You want a blessing, a word of blessing for your business, for your career, for your job, for your... He says, in tithes and in offerings. That's how this thing works. It has always worked like this and it will always work like this. There are things, and many of them, that re require doors opening, windows opening, favors being granted, blessings being bestowed that will never be bestowed. Not because of a reluctancy from God, but because of an unwillingness from the people. And God is able to make all grace abound. Toward you, that you, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound. Be rich. <clears throat> and we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. How that he was rich, but he became poor. That we, through his poverty, might become rich. The offering of himself. The offering of himself. Open up the dimension. For riches to pour upon our lives. It's called grace. It's called grace. And God expects that as his people you should know. A man of God shouldn't be able to say to you, when you come to him, man of God, bless me. And he says to you, give. Elijah, Elijah said to Gehazi, uh, not to Gehazi, to Naaman. Remember when Naaman wanted to give him tunics and stuff? What did Eli Elijah say? You know what Elijah said? He said, it's not time to receive this now. He didn't say, I, must not re I won't receive it. He said, it's not time. You understand it? Do you understand it? So there are appointed times. Hallelujah. 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 Doors are the easiest things for us to open for God's people. Jesus said to us when he called us, he said, I give you keys. We close and we open. We bind and we loose. <laughs> one, one guy was struggling. Struggling, struggling. You know what's struggling? Struggling. In life. And we, you know, when we say you're struggling in life, you are struggling with <laughs> mommy. <laughs> struggling! I came to a man of God. And, man of God, help me. I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Uh, teach me. I'm struggling. He gave him something. He says, I'm struggling. Help me. You know what the man of God said? Just go your way. And prosper. Guy came back six months later. Had a business. 
two cars, a house, life or stay. All the men of God said to him was, go your way and prosper. Thing is, many of God's people, you don't know what a man of God is. That's the issue. You don't know what a man of God is. A man of God is, is, is not a priest. A man of God. You know what the Bible says? There was a man who was from God. There was a man from God whose name was John. Why was he from God? Why does the Bible say there was a why does the Bible say there was a man whose name was John? The Bible says there was a man from God whose name was John. What, 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 why would the Bible use such terminology to describe a man of God? The Bible called David a man of God who had, who had the wisdom of angels. Men, women of you know who they are? A man of God is one who has the power to bless like God. He is empowered, commissioned to bless and to speak like God. Like Noah, he was a man of God. He blessed Japheth and Shem. He cursed Cana. It was over. God can reverse. He honors the office. So he says, here man receive gifts, but there he receives them, of whom it is witness he leaves. So when you look at a man of God, you are looking at an under-shepherd of Jesus, a junior to Jesus, but he carried the same function. If a man under the anointing, under the commission, says be blessed, you are blessed. There's, there's, there's episode, and you see, Satan has stopped many of God's people from receiving that. You know how? By whispering lies into your ears. No, you, you are a child of the New Testament. All these things, they, they don't matter. They don't matter. You are a kingdom daughter. <laughs> you are a kingdom son. Mm. As if God has changed. As if God has. Listen, I can bless you now. I can, and for the rest of your life, you never experience any lack. But the, the power to do that does not operate without offering. It, it can't. How is it going to operate? How's the strength of the altar going to pass through to your destiny and speak on your behalf? How? How? Impossible. It's why Abraham said, I must, I must, I must, I must, I must pay my tithes to this one. Why? Because he, and Abraham was a deep man. I just told you, he, three, well, 300 men, he finished an entire nation. 300 men. He went to war and won. In the entire nation. Now he meets the, the king of Salem. 
Who's the king of Salem? Hey, priest of the Most High. Oh, you don't come before priests and not have something. Tell me, but how is the high priest going to offer the blood without offering? Madi, Madi, Atenabiang into the Holy of Holies. If Sabeloasite. Madi, how is the burnt offering going to be burnt on the prison altar if there's no offering? So, how then does the priest fulfill their duty? Because what strengthens the ministry of a priest is what? Is the offerings they offer to God. On behalf of? On behalf of? On behalf of? On behalf of? Amen. You are cursed with a curse. It's not me. I never said that. Amen. You see, do you see that? Do, do you realize why? You need what? You need a blessing. That's what will untie all that mess. A blessing. Now, blessing doesn't mean you just fold your arms and like things just. No. It says you will be blessed in your field. Now, what field will be blessed if you don't have a field? He says, your cattle shall be blessed. How will you? How? Tell me, tell me. Your cattle. God is expecting you have cattle already. <laughs> Let's leave that. That's a story for another day. The, the Bible says, the desire of a lazy man is what will kill him. But the diligence of the, the hand of the diligent will make him rich. And God will bless, will reward with the fruit of his labor. Now you see it, that there's a direct correlation between your money and the operations of that dimension. It's there, it's there, it's there. It's, a, it's, a, it's not in the, it's a direct. Imagine your offering can stop the harassment of Satan in your life. La harasiwa. Financially, la harasiwa. Gomi meriko, la harasiwa. Gomi businessing, la harasiwa. Just la harasiwa. And we know behind every physical harassment, there's a spiritual one taking place. Problem, why? You're a robber. Robber breaks in. That's why you are broken into. Again. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. You will bring your, from today, you will bring your tithes to me. Don't put your tithes in your basket anymore. You bring them to me. On Sunday, whenever you bring them, you bring them to me. I bless you. All right? Don't put them in the basket. If you put them in the basket, all you will get is the prayer, general prayer that's gotten there. Father, bless. Sometimes, Father, just do whatever. <laughs> Are you listening to me? Amen. You bring them, and then there are offerings. All right? There are special offerings that you give 
from time to time. Okay? You bring them to me. And when you bring them, you bring them and you tell me what this thing is for. I listen to me? I listen to me? In fact, we'll do it. I'll do it here. I'll show you here how you do it. Alright? You bring it. Alright? I'm not talking about the, of the two bobs and the ten, ten rands you throw in the basket. Alright? That's for your... I don't know. <laughs> you bring them to me. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. I want to show you something. You bring them to me and you tell me what it is. Alright? And this is a special offering. You must be joking. You must be kidding me because chicken licking in that month. This is special offering. I'll curse you. Don't play, don't play the game. Don't play the game, right? Here I'm talking about sacrificial things, offerings that you are giving to God for specific reasons. Are you listening to me? Is, this, is, this is a sacrifice and you need a divine intervention. Amen. Praise the Lord. Imagine bless, bless this man of God. It's profanity. God killed the sons of Aaron for offering strange fire to him. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And then the rest you can just throw in the basket. Your free will offerings. The five bobs, the two bobs, the three bobs. But if you are serious, listen to me now. Listen to me. I'm gonna now I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you now. I'm gonna show you. If you are serious, follow the system. Alright? If you are serious. Yeah, and don't come here, or oh, yeah, men of God, you know, I don't want that. You say verbally. Alright, your tithe is payment to God. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the special offerings that you want to give to God because of specific changes that you need to see in your life. Because you want some blessing. Are you listening to me? You bring it to me directly. And don't bring it to me after service. Don't bring it to me. Bring it to me during that time. Alright? Personally. Okay? Personally. Personally. If you're going to deposit, deposit, but bring, bring it, bring it, bring it, put it in an envelope, bring it. And you tell me, man of God, I did this, I did this, I did this, I need this thing in my life to be settled. Okay? Agreed? That's how we deal. Now, now that's how we deal. And then the rest, we just bless the God's people generally. That's it. That's how the Spirit of God is, 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 has instructed me to do things from now on. It's how we're going to do things from now on. Because this church, church religious, mainstream crap has messed up with a lot of lives. Praise the Lord. Has messed up with a lot of lives. You, you, you learn, learn. You see what I'm trying to teach you? I'm trying to teach you to use your faith to stir the Holy Ghost, to stir the power of God in your life.
to allow for some strange supernatural things to start taking place, settling in your life. Because strange satanic things have been happening. Hallelujah. No, they bless you. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, receive her tithes. Receive her seed soul. And on account of what she has done in faith, I release the blessing of God. May she prosper and never see lack in her life. I speak provision by the way of ravens. In the name of Jesus, bestow the grace to financial prosperity and promotion. I open doors for you. Doors that have been closed. Promises that have not been fulfilled will now begin to be fulfilled. I pronounce on account of the authority granted me by the Lord Jesus Christ. That every step you will take, you will be a step of favor. That you will step into the seas and it will part asunder. Yes, you will, by the power of the Holy Ghost from this day, bring deliverance to your house, to your family name. I speak this by the oracles of God. That from now on, your name shall be known among those who prosper. And the blessings of God rests on you. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed, be blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've given your tithe between today, this week, last week. Stand up, please. But you must have proof. What's that? Tithe, come. I bless you in the name of Jesus. In every area of your life where the devourer has been working, he stopped now in Jesus' mighty name. The blessing of a tither comes upon you by way of doors and windows of the Lord being opened and favors being granted. May blessings abound, yes, on the left and on the right. In the name of Jesus, may man find favor with you as God promotes you. I bless you, I bless you, I bless you to prosper. Be blessed, hallelujah. What's this? I need tithes first. Right? I need tides first. Put that, put that, I'll call, I'll call, I'll call you again. Put that uh, thing there. I need tides first. I bless you with a blessing Abraham was blessed with by Melchizedek. Bless thou as the Lord opened doors for you. 
let your bonds be filled in the name of Jesus as you honor the Lord may he honor you I bless you this is your time In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands, please. I bless you. May the curses in your life be reversed. And may the Lord open his windows over your life. I bless you. I bless you. It's your tithe. May God equip you with wisdom. May God strengthen you with knowledge. May he spread his wings over your life and shelter you. May he be your defense. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. Be blessed. May there be a flow in your life. May there be grace that abounds. May God bring you into favor with men and those in high places. May they recognize you. May God anoint your diligent hands and may you see better days. May the light and the harvest of God come upon you suddenly. I bless you. I bless you. Hallelujah. Tithe. Karondo sabradai ko santam pradiza mashanta kadaya. May the angels that acquaint themselves with tithers and faithful givers. Be attracted to your life. May they minister all the goodness of God. I bless you with prosperity. I bless you with health. And I bless you with wisdom. May grace abound to be sufficient. May grace abound to be active in every good work. I bless you. Be blessed. Be blessed from this day forth. Be blessed. Tithe, paid your tithes. You pay your tithes during this month. Show me proof and I'll pray for you. Anybody? Nobody? All right. And then, if you have given, all right, it's fine. I'll call you now. If you have given any special offering or you have any special offering in this last month, you've given it or you want to give it today, come. Let me lay my hands on you. Yeah? For what? For what? It's not a secret now. You've got to be vocal. 
to test the Lord. Or to, oh, all right. In the name of Jesus, may God grant you what you have asked and what you have desired. May his hopes and expect, may your hopes and expectations be granted by the Lord. I bless you and empower you to reach the things that the Lord has determined for you to be blessed. I open doors that have been shut, windows that must open. May the gates of kings open. In the name of Jesus, I bless you with the prosperity of servitude. I bless you with the harvest of God. I bless you with prosperity and promotion. I bless you. May God lift you and may God crown you with his word. May boldness and confidence come upon you and you'll be like a lion to speak that which the Lord has promised. Yes, may timidity go from you. I bless you and let God's favor come upon you mightily from this day forth, that man may see and favor you on every turn at every corner. In Jesus' name, be blessed, be blessed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We can take out, take out the, the basket. Take out your offerings. <coughs> you sense the presence of God? Yes. There's an anointing here. See, we walk with angels. Amen? We work with angels. And I told you last week that some of these angels are stirred to action by the faith of God's people. You are coming back with a testimony next week. Rabbanto, go, 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 ministering spirits, go, go, sabaleto, roshanda madeya, go, go. Go, hallelujah. Take out your offerings. Let's bless them. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you. You teach us your word. You train us. You help us. We thank you that your grace abounds in our lives and aids us in life. We thank you, Father, that even as we give our offerings, your blessing rests upon our lives. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we thank you for your work in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, you can give. Mm, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Let's just pray in the spirit for a moment, please. There's an anointing here, Chris. I need this. I need this to minister, my boy.
your heart to the Lord. Express your willingness to the Lord. Express it. Express it. The Lord is here. The Lord Labosha. Express your willingness to obey Him. Your willingness to follow Him. Oh, Losanda. Willingness is an important virtue. You must be willing before God can do anything in your life. You must be willing before there can be ever any movements in your life. Oh, Bashanta. Tell him I'm willing to obey. I'm willing to follow your paths. I'm willing. your business to God. The Lord said, I must ask you, if you are willing, he will release a blessing, an anointing on your business. Are you willing? Are you willing to partner it with God, to connect it to God? Lift up your hands. Nejdegori me sangurige. Stanjenio compari ligoni. Senglio toromomonia. Kangrodo combene yansona. Tai crune men shile trodono. Gandia sura manaile concoro sonje pralactosha. Ida ba iko shombari zelomono siketi. In dreams, in visions, by a whisper, by the guidance, by the uplifting, by the strengthening, by the favor, by the mercy, by the power, by the anointing, and by the blessing of Almighty God, I lift your business. I lift it. And if your hand will be diligent enough, riches will come unto you speedily. Speedily. You will not lack for clients. In the name of Jesus, lift up your hands. Look at me. Take it. 
kusapate rosanta kabradoza la branza gradia receive it receive it receive it receive it make your vows and fulfill it god bless you The enemies that laughed and jeered and mocked will now be shocked by the Lord's doing. For ye, the Lord will even put a shock in their mouths. For they shall wonder, how could this be? Because we thought we had entrapped her, we had entrapped him. But somehow the Lord gave them an escape. And the Lord shall even say, I am he that parted the waters asunder. I am he that caused the manna to fall. For years, says the spirit of the living God, the cycle of life has turned. The cycle of time has come full circle. And I release and bestow my blessings on my people. For years, says the spirit of the living God, go in, go in, go in, go in, and claim that which I have given. Go in, go in, into the promised land, says the spirit of the living God. Do not die, do not fall, do not stop outside. Go in, says the Lord. Go in. Do not consider the strength of the giants. Go in, says the Lord. Do not consider the height of the wall. Go in, go in, says the Lord. Go in, says the Lord. And I will equip you with boldness and a fiery tongue, says the Spirit. And you shall burn like chaff. Ooh, hallelujah. Burn like chaff. The wasted lands. Burn like chaff. Unyielding lands. Burn like chaff, says the Spirit of God. The things that have not yielded what was due, says the Spirit of the living God. And yes, I will plant again, and I will cause my rains to fall. And yes, the harvest shall abound, says the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come here, Kevin. Hallelujah. Just stand there, just stand there. Move up, move, move back, puff, move back. Get out or sit there. Sit there. Sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there. Sit there. Move back a little, move back a little back. Yeah, right, right there, right there. Manakoshata Prata Bonta Kizi Prata Banshadaya. Negro Shadabranda Kushadaya. 
the Spirit of God is saying, every harvest that you were supposed to reap financially in terms of favor, the Lord says, I will do it in the next three months. Things that were promised three years ago, I will do it in the next three months. You count July, August, September, and you will come into a great harvest, says the Spirit of the living God. Because the Lord has shown me the delays that have been operating in your life. And even some in your family have minusculed you, demeaned you, undermined you. But the Lord is saying, I am lifting you before their, eye, before their eyes. For I am preparing a table for you before them, says the Lord. And there you shall eat and be merry, says the Spirit of the living God. For now, says the Lord, I have brought you to the place where I have desired and intended for you to be. And there, says the Spirit, will all that I have planned that was supposed to happen in the last three years will now take place in the next three months. Receive the power of God over your life to confirm and validate Mashai the word. Take it! The angel of the Lord is ministering to you. Morondo bodoban shakratiza brando shatabradia. Legora, full health, full health, full health, says the Lord. Full health, says the Spirit of the living God. Total health, says the Spirit of God over you. Mashanda baroto, kabonto le megabando, shando balio soba, Monday sako, ala barotoya, randosha. And the Lord said, I'm giving you divine health as a gift. Receive it, receive it, receive it from the crown oh, of your head to the soles of your feet. The healing virtue of God to remain with you forever, says the Spirit. Wholeness has come unto you. Manja, Ratabosha, Roto. I call you by name, says the Lord. No longer shall your name be called from the earth and under the earth, but from the heavens above. I call you by name and I give you favor. Lendo Sharabando, Ratako Zalabando, Jaladaha. Hallelujah.
Stand up, please, and just stand on the aisle with them and just stand with them. Yabete, you can sit down. Thank you. The righteous shall flourish and be strong in the courts of their God. For ye, the Lord, shall anoint thee with fresh oil. Like the oil of the dew of Mount Hermon, it comes on you now. For ye, says the Spirit of God, you went back one step to go ten steps ahead. For the grace, the anointing, and the speed of acceleration is coming now on your life. For years is the spirit. Amino no semen ene keo for might and I call some bide. Tendier rescended the eten gombere dieten the nio. Time bembret on don gombre diten the dodocopandia. For years is the spirit. What has been said now shall be revealed to you in a dream. Take it! Go shando sabale! bless you with grace abundance and as you have served this anointing as you have served this oil as you have served this office may it reward you with all the benefits that money cannot buy with all the rewards that money cannot afford I speak to you and to your lineage I speak to you and to your bloodline I speak to you and to your household be blessed and may the Lord grant you from every direction to be honored and favored among men. May that grace that you have served serve your life. I bless you in the Goto Pariyatakola. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Father, we love you, we thank you, we bless you, we honor you. The Lord looks at the heart, the willingness, Samantha. Rakonda Barando Kokotoya Zebrunda, lift up your hands now as the Spirit of God is moving over this house. Mantakota Parakoto Kone Restono Modogole Mashika Bonta Ralongo Shabata. The Spirit of God is ministering, ministering Mantaboya, his dimensions of possibilities. Inango Shata Randola Barabakata Koe Mandela Mandela. Mondo, Botoya, Abala, I pronounce the miracles of God over your life. Maosobole, Ebale, Kotoko, Kokomada. 
let miracles abound. Let miracles abound. Let miracles abound. Mantapara, say it, say it. The angels of God are here. The angels of the miraculous are here. Let miracles abound. Oh, let miracles abound in this place. Let miracles abound in your life now. Let miracles abound in your families. Miracles of healings. Miracles of restoration, miracles of provisions. Let miracles, let miracles abound. Say it, say it, say it. Asabon Takara. Say it boldly, say it boldly. Say it boldly. Say it boldly. Say it boldly. These are the words from God. Let miracles abound. Overnight. Let miracles abound. 
in your job, in your job, in your business, in your household, in your family, in your finances, in your destiny. Let miracles abound. I decree it. Miracles abound. Is it your job, your career? Let miracles abound. Is it your business or finances? Let miracles abound. I speak as the oracles of God. Is it your household? Is it your family? Let miracles, the thing that should not have happened, the thing that would not have happened, let miracles abound. The thing that was prohibited from happening, let miracles abound. Let miracles abound. The thing that was impossible, let miracles abound. There are angels in this place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kokoto, Samigo, Senotopora, Fetoska, Rotoposhotola. There is no telling what God will do for a people of faith. There is no telling what God will do for a people who are not boxing in. There is no telling what God will do for people who are there believe Him. you now to use your faith and your presence in this place as a point of reference as a point of contact for your loved ones for a loved one who needs a miracle you know a loved one who needs a miracle place them before your heart before your mind right now and I'm going to declare the angels of God will go forth now as I speak under this anointing in the name of Jesus for your loved one let miracle abound is it salvation let miracle abound is it deliverance let miracles abound 
Yes, is it, is, is, it, is it health and healing? Let miracles abound. Is it a favor from above? Is it a job? Let miracles above abound. May the one whom you're standing, yes, who is standing on behalf of right now, as I speak under the power of God, be touched by the angel of the living God. For whatever need, let miracles abound. Santa Paros Gatale Bronche Gedea Rotocola Bonchele Brantole. Let they abound, let them abound, let them abound. Rabababa, is it your sister? Is it your brother? Is it your cousin? Is it your auntie? Is it your friend? Is it your cousin? Is it your mother? Is it your father? Let miracles abound. Addictions are being destroyed. Yes, the Spirit of God is showing me that deliverances are taking place right now. Healings, healings, healings of the womb, healings, healings of the legs, healings, healings of the eyes, healings, healings of the hands, healings, healings of the muscles. It is taking place. Let me recall about financial miracles, family miracles, restorations. It's taking place. Yeah! Let me recall about. Hey, hey, let me recall about. Her double shot about the parida. Casene kono, casina mono. And the Lord honors your faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's all stand in the presence of God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Praise Him. Praise Him. Thank Him. Thank him, thank him, thank him. But by thanksgiving and supplication, giving glory, giving thanks, thank him. Open your mouth and thank him. He's done it. Thank him. Thank him like somebody that just received a miracle. Praise him as though you received a a miracle, a miracle, a miracle, a miracle. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Tomorrow will be better than your yesterday. 
It will be better than your yesterday. Kamana Sontaligi Bradosha. Thank you, Father. Someone is coming, coming with a testimony. In a week's time, someone is coming with a testimony. In seven days, in seven days, in seven days, in seven, seven days, seven days, there's a testimony brewing. A mighty testimony. Go shantalagosa. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We bless you, Father. We thank you for your precious spirit, for his work and manifestation in our lives. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Bakonta Karia. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Go in strength. Go with fulfilled expectations. Amino kono monese segene mai. Amino kono nese komade. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Whew. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for coming. God bless you.